Ladies and gentlemen, the following is a presentation of Movement Radio. Welcome to an all-new season. Welcome to Are You Ready for Some Football? And now, here are your hosts, Chip Hazard, Talon Williams, and Roger Sahara! Welcome, everybody, to the 100th episode of Movement Radio. I'm celebrating. Pop. Yeah, we are celebrating today. Today is the day. 100 episodes. I never thought it would have happened, but here we are with uh, nothing to look for in the rear view. We're just uh, full steam ahead, sight set on a goal. What, if, you, if you if you I think I can't remember who said it, but it was someone saying if you look back to see who's behind you, they're already ahead of you. So no looking back, but keep on going. That's right. and by the way, welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to Are You Ready for Some Football? Uh, our good buddy Rogers here with us. Rogers, say hi. What up, everybody? Glad to be back again for another uh, episode. Yes, hopefully we won't end this week's show with an argument like we did last week, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely something we're going to talk about in the near future. I'm going to drink me some of this Smirnoff ice, and it's, it's all good, man. This is what a celebration is. I'm drinking Smirnoff ice. I got WCW 1995 Starcade in the background. I'm doing good right now. That is right. That is right. Uh, today is uh, game one of the yes. NBA Finals. The... Uh, LA Lakers are going to fall to the Miami Heat. I, I predict it here, just so you know. Heat in seven. I agree. Heat in seven. I want to say Heat in seven, but see, my heart's telling me Heat. My head's telling me Lakers. I just got a funny feeling LeBron's going to get number four. AD's going to get number one, and he's going to become MVP. I got Lakers in six. I think they're going to win. The, I think the Lakers going to win the first two games. Miami's going to steal one. Lakers are going to come back and win game uh, four. They'll be up three one. Then Heat's going to su- surprise and steal game five, and they're going to be like, holy shit, are they going to be able to make the comeback? And then the Lakers are going to end up winning game six, I think. You know, Would I love to see this underdog team win? Absolutely. But the like, can we, can we really call absolutely them an underdog, though? Absolutely we can. Why? Why? Because, because the Lakers? They are, because, okay, because – they are an underdog team from the standpoint that the Lakers were the number one seed in the West, and this team, what was it, the number three seed or the number four seed in the Eastern Conference? The this this team wasn't even supposed to make it to the the um, the, Eastern oh. Com- the Eastern Conference Finals, let alone because it was supposed to be Milwaukee and Boston, and they knocked off both of those teams to get there. Now, is there a such thing as destiny? I believe so. But again, I I want to go with my heart and say that I think that he could pull off the upset because it would in the all in the grand scheme of things it would be a big upset. Unfortunately, though, you're going to have those LeBron James fans who say if they if he wins, oh goat man, goat man. But if he loses, oh man, it was in the bubble. This season didn't count. It was an anomaly. Shut up. Take your losses like a man. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but no. Nevertheless, all right. No, we're not. We're here, here for. About football and we're gonna go first of all before we get to our next this week's predictions as per normal we're gonna talk about 
last week's games, and we're going to kick it off with the Thursday nighter. Thank you, Jesus, that I was wrong about it. Miami Dolphins get their first win of the year, 31-13 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was really impressed by the way they played offense this game. Um, very impressed, you know. And I think that it's uh, I think it's going to be really good. This is the first win the Miami Dolphins have had by more than 10 points since week 13 of the 2017 season. So, yay. <laughs> we actually pulled off a big score. Yes. Um, do you guys want to talk about the – the, the 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 glorified shit show that is the Atlanta Falcons. Well, can we talk about uh, who, no need to? Can we talk about how Fitzpatrick in that game threw for ninety percent accuracy? Yes. yes. Then players knew where to be and they knew how to do knew how to uh, take control of the situations. Which Jaguars did, you know, the Jaguars did make a couple of good plays, especially later in the on in the game. But as soon as it was twenty one nothing, I was like, yeah, I think we got this. I'm happy about it. So. Yeah, it looked like Miami's defense was keeping Minshew very shaken up. Like they were getting to him a lot. Like oh, yeah. he fumbled, he fumbled twice, and like he threw a horrible interception. Like it was too easy. Like he tried to force a pass. I, I guess he's trying to force a pass to Miami directly because like I didn't really think that was like I don't know what he saw, but from what I saw, I was like, okay, we're just we're just going to give the game up right here. Yeah, man, that was. It was it was almost like they gave up. Yeah, exactly what you said. It was almost like they gave up, um, which is never a good sign because um, even with a young quarterback, you want him to be encouraged. And if he's already got the mindset, oh, man, we've already lost this game. But that whole team, is like their whole offense is young. Yeah. Like they're right. like two oh, yeah. years. Like, and they have uh, their running back is a rookie, and he's phenomenal. Right. They should have given him the ball. I agree. I agree 100%. But what I'm saying is, you don't ever, you, you don't ever give up on a, on a play, even if you're down, I don't know, twenty to nine in the fourth quarter, and you come back roaring, and then you end up beating the team by four. Oh wait, that's what happened when the Chicago Bears upset the. Well, not they weren't even upset. Damn, Chicago Bears beat the Atlanta Falcons, thirty to twenty six. But gave up another freaking score. They did it back to back weeks. Like really, really. I think it's great. I predicted it because I said if Nick Foles gets in the game, the Chicago Bears will win. I can't believe I predicted is, that. Is Nick Foles the starter from this point forward? Oh, for sure. Then we are been good. Named the starter. Are good Do you notice how Jimmy Graham decided to actually show up and be Jimmy Graham from like eight years ago? <laughs> right? It is, man. That's this crazy. whole season is going to be wackadoodle. Um, yes, I said wackadoodle. Leave me alone. Anyway, um, so we got that out the way. Uh, the Buffalo Bills and the LA Rams in a very, very close game. Very, very close game. I think I got this one wrong. I think I had LA winning this one. So I got this one wrong. I think you guys had the Bills. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I had Buffalo um, winning that one. Can we Josh Allen? Like, people are sleeping on Josh Allen. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. He's making his like case for being the MVP right, right. now. Um, like, we Aaron Rodgers, but like he's outdoing Aaron Rodgers right now. He's, I think, he has the most what yards right now and touchdowns. He's got the most, you know, that Prescott still, no, that Prescott uh, still has yes. the most yards. Josh Allen is in second, but I think Josh Allen, okay. I think, is tied with Russell Wilson at nine touchdowns. I think, uh, no, 14, Russell Wilson has 14. 
one touchdown yeah, and one interception. His fault. Say what now? I'm sorry. I said the interception. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, Yeah, man. And uh, Cleveland and Washington, you know, Cleveland won the game. Uh, It was a 30 points. They scored 30 points to set in in two straight games for the first time since 2010. So Cleveland's been doing their thing, man. I think that, I think right out the gate, I think everybody underestimated the Cleveland Browns. I know I certainly did um, because of all the, Hoopla with the Odell Beckham wanting to get traded and everything with Baker Mayfield. Is he going to be the proven leader of this team? And can he, you know, do what he's supposed to be doing as the leader and things like that? And can that defense step up? And let's be honest, Washington, I, I was under the mindset that, oh, maybe Washington's better than what we thought. No, they just played a sorry ass Philadelphia team, you know, and got lucky because their own line can't do shit. We talked about it, but but to be honest, the defense wasn't that bad. To be honest, their offense is just horrible. Right. Chip, did we lose you? Okay, you, 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 no, you I'm here. <laughs> you just went zero dark thirty on oh, us. Yeah. You're like, wait, why is he not talking? Anyway, <laughs> anyway though. Oh, I was I was looking up uh I was looking up the the QB stats. Uh, and you you were right. It's Dak Prescott with uh, 1,188 yards, uh, but he only has five touchdowns, right. and two interceptions. Uh, Josh, Josh Allen, uh, 1,038 yards, 10 touchdowns to one interception. Uh, third on the list is Matt Ryan with 961 yards, seven touchdowns to two interceptions. And then Russell Wilson, 925 yards, 14 touchdowns to one interception. Rounding out the top five, it's Pat Mahomes with 898 yards, nine touchdowns, right. zero interceptions. That's a good list to be on if you're Josh Allen. That's, that's definitely he's definitely a good company there. Um, I mean, it's, it's very surprising that Matt Ryan is on that list, but I tend to believe that's more Calvin Ridley exactly. being able to pull in exactly. balls that, that he shouldn't. I think I think I think he leads the league in touchdowns, don't he? It's like him, Mike Evans, and somebody else. I thought. Let's see, receiving. uh, Yeah, Calvin Ridley with four. And it's uh, Mike Evans also has four, and then somebody else has four. I think Tyler Lockett from the Seahawks also has four. Yeah, Tyler Lockett has four, yes. He got three of them this last week. <laughs> right? All right. Yeah. So, jumping on to the very next game, the Tennessee Titans and the Minnesota Vikings. It was pretty close. It was... Uh, yeah, yeah, Tennessee won by one. They that they should have won that game mm-hmm. uh, pretty handedly. Uh, but it seems to me... Now, I could be wrong, but it seems to me if you go back to two weeks ago uh, when Jacksonville figured out how right. to stop Derrick Henry, that same thing happened again this week. Minnesota figured out how right. to stop Derrick Henry. So they're having to rely more on Ryan Tannehill's passing ability. Uh, and can we just say that as good as he's looked, his passing ability isn't that good. 
it's it looks it looks good when Henry is pounding the ball because these receivers are open. But when teams have figured out how to stuff Henry, Tannehill's passing ability looks terrible. Well, what I think it really is is well, I agree with you that with that. But I think the major thing is if Derrick Henry can't get going, most of their plays are play action right. plays. So it's always a fake out. But I mean, if they're stuffing the run, what do they have to worry about? Their line stopping the run. Exactly. Their corners and their linebackers can literally drop back and do what they need to do. Right. But that also means that you can also, which here, even here's the thing though, even though they did find a way to stop Derrick Henry, he's still the, he's still the leading rusher right now, and he. Yeah, he he is uh, with 319 yards, uh, but I mean you got to think. Aaron Jones in Green Bay has 303. Dalvin Cook right. has and they, 294. They so too, right? A, a guy like well, if you look at it um, with uh, how many touches that Derrick Henry has had to how many touches. Uh, a guy like Dalvin Cook has had. So uh, Derrick Henry's had 82 touches for 319 yards, whereas Dalvin Cook has only had 48 touches for Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely yards. a big difference. And But you see, here's the thing. Dalvin Cook is one of those guys. I look at Dalvin Cook the same way I look at an Alvin Kamara or a Christian McCaffrey. He, he's one of those guys that can run and pass. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, run and catch. Um, I do say, hell, he might be able to throw the ball too. Um, but, you know, I think those are – th- you're going to see a lot more of that. I think when you when you think of Derrick Henry, he's one of those old-school bruiser-type running backs like a Mike Allstott or a, or, or, a Steven, or a Steven Davis or somebody like that. Like that's who Derrick Henry reminds me of. But you'll notice that the NBA – I'm sorry, the, the NFL is slowly turning into almost a – not almost a college style offenses, but you are seeing a whole lot more finesse backs who can catch and run. Um, and you're seeing more of like double, maybe triple tight end formations with goal lines and things like that, where they can maybe fake it to a running back, pass out to a tight end, or maybe even do a fake out into the tight end where the tight end runs it up the gut. You've seen a couple of things. I think the Houston Texans ran a play like that. Um, Back in, I think, the playoffs this past year. Um, so, yeah. So, I definitely yeah. think that the, the running back position is definitely changing. It's no longer – and then there are there are still some teams. I think the majority of the teams still do running back by committee. But every team has that, has that one main guy. And with Derrick Henry being the main guy in Tennessee – they're putting all the, their eggs in basically his basket and making sure, hey, this team goes as you go, you know. And Marco Murray, well, that's the thing. Right. The ball goes through Derrick Henry. Uh, and when teams figure out how to shut down Derrick Henry, it the really ball doesn't, doesn't it, really Was go. Tennessee lucky to win this game? Yes. Okay, I agree too. The next game. Yes. And, the, and L.A. put um, – L.A. – uh, Las Vegas put up a hell of a fight, but the New England Patriots did win 36-20. to 20. Very good game. Rex Burkhead had three scrimmage touchdowns. That's, that's a career high for him. Cam Newton is 
balling. I have not seen Cam Newton ball like this since his uh, MVP season. I think we talked about it last week. Um, the defense held, you know, the uh, the Raiders to twenty points, so that was good. I thought. Um, even and even and even in a and even in defeat, I still think the Raiders look good. What do y'all think? Oh, for sure. Yeah, they look they look good. Um, it's just you know, I, I, it's it's going to be hard for anybody to uh, look really good against the Patriots right now because like like we've said in the uh, previous UX episodes Cam Newton is playing out of his mind he's he's playing with a chip on his shoulder and he's he's showing 31 other teams hey right you fucked up I'm that guy and I'm showing right. you that I'm that guy yes absolutely and it hurts my heart to root for him because I'm 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 a Dolphins fan because I don't like the New England Patriots, but I got to root for Cam because you know he's he was one, he's one of my favorite players, so I got to vote. I got to root for him, you know. Um, that being said, though, we're going to go from there to a game that who I really predicted this one wrong, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> I think we all had the Giants on this one. Um, 49ers came in, they were like, "Oh yeah, so you thought you think we suck? You think we're not going to win because we lo- lose all of our best players?" Yeah, we're just gonna blow the Giants out, you know, when they won thirty-six to nine. But the Giants aren't really that good anyway, so you know, we hedged our bets and we went with the Giants just because. I don't know. I figured the Giants would at least, and I didn't even think, you know, you you, you know, would Saquon Barkley out like I'm. You guarantee, I guarantee you, they they missed him this week. I mean, yeah, because Deion Lewis is not yep. Saquon Barkley, right. so no. He's good, but he's not, you know, he's not as good as Saquon Barkley is. Uh, maybe at one point in his career he was, but, you know, he's, he's But you got to also think Deion Lewis now, spent believe. the majority of his best years in New England behind Tom Brady. So, yeah, exactly. That's um, what I'm saying. What's Derrick Henry's backup? He was back here. He he was uh, I think it was for two what, one season or two probably two seasons yeah 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 and then, so, yeah so then we go on to the only that. game that ended in a tie this week Cincinnati and New England I'm sorry Cincinnati and Philadelphia twenty three point push nobody gets points for this one uh, <laughs> none of us get points at least for it because um, I had the Bengals possibly winning this one Carson. Go ahead. I had, yeah, I pegged the Bengals to win as well. Yeah, yeah, same. Dude, Carson Wentz is tied with Kirk Cousins at six interceptions, the most this season through week three. What the hell has happened to the guy that everybody said was going to be a prohibited, a prohi- prohibited, 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 NFL MVP candidate. Like, where's the Carson Wentz from from so many years ago? And why do people keep on making excuses for Carson? Oh, well, he always stays injured. Oh, he didn't have any help. Why can't you just say that he? Well, let's um, you know, and he's not. And let's let's also. Well, well, let's be honest. He's not. He half his offensive line's not there. He doesn't have his like. You know, have his best receiver. 
Nah, yeah, still there. Jeffrey, can you guys hear me? I, I you, you, no, cut I out on me. What did you say? Hard. I didn't hear you. Oh, I said um, his office line. Half of them, the good ones, are missing, and he's also missing his best receiver in Alshon Jeffrey. Because I'm pretty sure he's still out, isn't he? Is Alshon Jeffrey still the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, oh yeah, I that's right. He Nelson Aguilar went to another team. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, but let's let's look at this when it comes to Carson Wentz. Uh, speaking on uh, the O line being out, he's been sacked eleven, 11 times. times yeah. Right. Eleven times. He's uh, three touchdowns, Damn. six interceptions. That is, yeah. <laughs> so. That's bad. Uh. But I'm pretty sure, let me double check. Yeah, he's not the leader in sacks taken. He's tied for third with uh, Jeff Driscoll. <clears throat> uh, you know who that is, yeah, right, Raj? But uh, I remember, I showed you earlier <laughs> this week how many injured players we've had. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Joe, Joe Burrow is the leader in, in uh, sacks taken, followed by... Deshaun Watson, and then it's Carson Wentz, Jeff Driscoll, um, and then rounding out the top five is Lamar Jackson. But um, so here's the thing: Do you think when the Eagles' offensive line's back, I mean, even if they get one one more guy back, maybe one or two guys, because they're missing, I think, three starters on the offensive line. Do you think that one or two guys is really going to change it up for him, or does he need his line? At a hundred percent, like does he need every single one back? Oh, I think he needs every single one back. Uh, I think I think over the years that it's it's been proven that it, if he doesn't have all of his like starting lineup, nope, he doesn't play very well. Uh, right. So, but I also that, think that's that my he is. He's almost a risk because he always ends up at some point sustaining some type of weird freak injury that always seems to want to plague him. Like he's been plagued by injuries pretty much his whole career. And I think that's well, I mean, we still got a couple of weeks. Right. But I'm I'm saying like that's why I think that they had Jalen Hurts, why they drafted Jalen Hurts is pretty much insurance just in case something does happen to him. However, I, I. Well, yeah, because they got rid of Big Dick Nick. And and hey, no, you can laugh, but he literally showed this week. No matter where he goes, if he's the backup and he gets his chance, he will right. be the starter. Well, well, here, here, here. I mean, he right. Well, well, here's the thing. I'm gonna say this, and this might this is just a, this is just a prediction, and I don't even know how true it could be, but this is I'm just gonna throw this out there, just an idea. I think if Carson Wentz gets hurt, or if he plays, if he if he continues to play bad like this. And Jalen Hurts comes in and performs. Carson Wentz is never getting his starting job back. I don't think. What if Jalen Hurts balls? You might as well hang it up and you know put Carson Wentz on the trading blocker, let his ex- contract expire because he ain't going nowhere. Or well, I got Do you guys think? Do you guys think Carson Wentz is a system quarterback, or does he actually have? Like, do you see any like potential of him being? Like 
a top tier quarterback, or is it just that Doug Peterson made him look really, Not really good? I don't think he. I, he had that. In, I think Doug Peterson made him look really good, uh, but I do see, like I see, if he left Philly and went somewhere else, a la uh, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I also I think, think he that he would have to better. You you would pretty much if you're going to be risking because if you do sign him, it is going to be a risk simply because of the health issue. Um, injury prone players, they don't get as big of contracts. You know, he didn't really start getting injured until after he got the big contract. Um, but yeah, I would say me personally, I, I honestly I would I would take a chance on him in the short term. I wouldn't want to risk my, my I wouldn't risk my franchise on him long term. That's just me. What team? Do you, what team do you think he could go that, to? Like, like for a short for short term, and then like elevate the team, possibly get that team over the hump, maybe to the next level or something. Yeah, uh, I've, I've got one team in mind, but I want to see what you guys to think. To be honest, I'd say Denver. I'd say Denver. If you, simply, if you're not going to, because I think that Denver's one of those teams where it's like. Every quarterback that has to prove something goes to Denver. <laughs> I mean, Peyton Manning went to Denver. You know, uh, fucking um, Joe Flacco went to Denver. Yeah, everybody goes to Denver. Everybody, everybody wants to get that Elway magic and possibly, you know. Yeah, our office line is horrible <laughs> right now. So, I would say, I would say, uh, one of two teams I think he could flourish at and oh, that would yeah. be uh, Detroit or the Jets oh you guys I, I went completely different I said Atlanta Ooh. like I'm thinking Atlanta okay yeah. I mean it's not, I like Matt Ryan's that. winning games here so yeah well, well, <laughs> it is true. what it is alrighty so let's continue on so um, to the Pittsburgh Steelers and Chips Houston Texans um, sorry, Bubba, but Steelers won 28-21. Um, no. right. Well, I, I mean, I had the Steelers pegged to win. Um, I've, I've said it and I've said it and I've said it. Uh, we, we just haven't had time to to gel. Uh, you know, it's it's a new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, basically a brand new uh, receiving core. Uh, new running back, you know everything. The scheme has changed. It's all, it's all changed. So, I, um, I think we're going to see a turnaround soon. Uh, if you think, if you look at it, three years ago the Texans started zero and three, found a way to turn it around. I remember that season. Uh, and, and I and I think, I, I mean, at that season I was I was really bummed. I was like, damn, you know, we're getting slaughtered. But I, I do have to say, in every game that I've watched, Houston hasn't No, they haven't. They've actually looked pretty good. Terrible. They could have came out and won at least two of those games. Right. Um, uh, we, I think we could have it, – it looked like we could have won the Kansas City game. Uh, at first, they're they're the Baltimore game. I don't know what happened there. Like it didn't look at all like Houston could have 
ever had a chance to win that game. Um, and then Pittsburgh, like we we were winning, and then Big Ben, Big Ben played like showed Big up Ben and showed again. out. Yeah, I was like Big Ben did Big Ben things yeah. like. But that, but also, if you look at the the quote unquote strength of schedule, no team has had a harder first. Oh, three well, games I, agree, I agree wholeheartedly. Than I agree wholeheartedly because you had Super Bowl champion. You had the Super Bowl champions, the prohibited favorites to compete against that AFC champion, and a probably the dark horse to come out of the AFC North. So yeah, you definitely had it. I, you can't even call it a dark horse. Anytime that Ben Roethlisberger is suited up, the Steelers are that good. Right. I mean, I said it earlier, like in preseason, oh, before see game one, with Big Ben there, that the Steelers is probably top five team. Like to be honest, when it comes, because if you think about it, they're going to go. They're making it to yeah. the playoffs at this point. And they're going to be one of the harder teams too. I got them in the playoffs. Right? Yeah, right. that's what I have them too. Which, I have them as fifth. That like, could change depending on how well they play against Baltimore later on in the season. Hell, dude, you could possibly see the Pittsburgh Steelers actually winning their division. Probably. They they could. Uh, it's hard. It to, is, it's hard to it go is. against Baltimore. But I mean, we haven't seen the Steelers led by. Big Ben against the Ravens led by Lamar Jackson, like really, like because he was hurt last season when Lamar Jackson was showing out and, be, and it was actually right. his team, his team, like official. It's gonna be some, but I mean, Big <laughs> it'll ben, be fun to watch. Exactly. Though I know that. Um, also, Big right. Ben is Big Ben. Like it's hard to not like. No, he's all. all right, sorry, I mean, Big Ben's Hall of Famer. He's bona fide. He's, he's going in first ballot, no doubt. Um, so next one, Indianapolis. <laughs> 36 to 7. Fuck the Jets. Uh, Phillip Rivers becomes the sixth quarterback in NFL history to throw for more than 400 passing yards or passing touchdowns. So, congratulations to him. Old Man Rivers still kicking. The uh, Colts are 2 and 1. And fuck the Jets. All right. So, we're going to move forward. Sorry. Um, I think we. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I got nothing sorry, to add we, to I mean, that. we rehashed this question last week. I just think Phillip Rivers has something to prove. Um, can he prove this team? That's the question. Well, well he's, he's definitely showed he's in, like this team can do it. Like the way he's leading the team right now, they they can make it. I don't want to say they're gonna win the Super Bowl, but I think they can make it at least to like a I like to they, the conference. I mean, they're game. gonna cause some headaches for Tennessee this year. I think. I think that they're gonna be. The, yeah. the battle of the best in the AFC South is going to be between the the, the the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. I think. Um, yeah. Um, so the next oh, I game, definitely think so. Uh, Carolina finally won a game, <laughs> uh, twenty-one to sixteen against the LA Chargers. Um, this is Carolina's first win since Week Nine of the two thousand nineteen season. So. Yeah, good to know that they uh, continued uh, to try to. Well, they, they they actually won a game for once, so that's good. Um, it, it, it they won a game without right. their yeah. best player. So does that, that does that say more about the does that say more about the Panthers? Or does it say more about the Chargers? There you go. It says more about the Chargers. Chargers. Really, 
Chargers aren't really going to be that team, yeah. I, I don't think. Um, man, if you had said like a couple years ago, man, the Chargers would have been like that surprise out of nowhere team that could upset Kansas City and then upset, um, you know, um, New England. But it, it just didn't work out that way. Um, well, I mean, the Chargers are in a they're they're in a super rebuild because right. I mean their offensive line's horrible. You saw it last season. They couldn't protect Phillip Rivers. They don't really have great receivers either. Um, the running back is running back by committee. I mean, I know Eckler technically, or Acres, sorry. Acres is actually like their starter, but he didn't do that good. And then their backup did good. So are you going to do it? Like, who do you start when you're running, when your starter's not doing good and your backups are doing better? I mean, and then Justin Herbert's learning the system, so right. But I will say this. But I will say so. this though. I will say um, this. This same LA Chargers team almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and it took the Kansas City Chiefs overtime to beat them. So keep that in the back of your mind. I know it is. So I think I think it's because they did not come prepared, and they were right. overlooking them. But even then, I mean. Still being overlooked, I mean, 10% luck, 20% skill. I mean, you can still, I mean, I'll take luck to win. I don't mind, <laughs> you know. It's like, oh, you got lucky and won. Still won. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when when I get to the championship, it doesn't say how many, how exactly. I won. It just says I won. Exactly. Like, Next right. one, um, man, the Detroit Lions finally got their first win. Uh, game-winning 39-yard field goal as time expires. Um, uh, man, this game was uh, this game was different. Um, the Cardinals, man, the Cardinals though they've been really doing a good job trying to get Hop involved, man. I think he's I think he leads the league in receptions now with 32. I think 32 or 33. I can't exactly remember off the top of my head. I, I know it's in the 30s somewhere. But um, yeah, Kyler Murray. Um, I'll have that for you. Uh, Yeah, 32 receptions on 37 targets for 356 yards, but he's only averaging 11 yards per. Right. uh, Yeah, which I mean, normally he he doesn't normally, I mean, he he, averaging that, he normally doesn't average more than seven, I think. I think that's right. Yeah, he's averaging four more yards per uh, catch. Per catch than he was in but Houston, also, but, but um, I also think it's a so lot of it is Kyler. Good. You know, Kyler's still throwing interceptions. You know, he's still committing them turnovers that you just can't do. Um, I think he's like third or fourth in turnover, not turnovers, not total turnovers. I think just in interceptions, he's like third or something like that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's got five yeah. five interceptions, so. six sacks. But I mean, they're their coach is a gunslinger coach. Like they played it's Texas Texas old coach, it's Airy. So yeah, they're going to commit a lot yeah. of turnovers. They're just trying to outscore you. They're trying to do the pat the, they're effect. trying to do the Pat Mahone boy Kansas City style where you want to go ahead and let's go ahead and just air it out right now and try to hit a whole bunch of home runs and then play it safe the rest of the game. Well, you can't really say that about the Chiefs because I mean Andy Reid loves running backs. He can make any oh, running back yes, a can. great running yes. back. I mean, look at uh, yeah, Clyde Alaire. Clyde Alaire. You know? I knew he was going to be good to begin with. He, like he's 
when he was when he got drafted, I was not surprised he was their first round pick because I mean Lashawn McCoy wasn't turning up for them, and um, Damian Williams was like I'm not going to play this season. They needed to pick one up, and they probably picked the best one to be honest. Uh, him and or Robinson for the Jaguars are probably. I mean, it's hard to say which one's going to be the rookie of the year at, at this yeah, point. Definitely. Um. So right. from there, we're going to go to the. Uh, the the uh, the New England Buccaneers. Um, I'm sorry, the Tampa Bay Patriots. Uh, oh, okay, hold on. First of all, we can't really say that anymore because Rob Gronkowski does not exist. Like, he nope. has no catches. I mean, is he even getting targeted though? No, he didn't get targeted last game at all. He literally was I there. Feel bad. Everybody had your fantasy team. But, He's just kind of a decoy right now. But here's the thing. Why would you really need to pass it to Gronkowski when you have Mike Evans, who's just Dude, as big? That game, he and had faster. two receptions for two yards and nothing. Yeah, like I said, he's he, got two touchdowns. So, I mean, that's still 14 points on the board. It's, you know? I, was so, I was so mad about that. It's so dumb. Like, it's a little, it's literally a shovel pass yeah. throw. Hey, but you know what, though? I mean, they did win 28 to 10, and I know, I know you was upset. Uh, the Broncos are man; they they're in shambles right now, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, they definitely need to. We're we're completely like all our injuries are literally catching up on us. We're bringing up practice squad people, and you can tell we have practice squad people out there because yeah, yeah. we look horrible. Yeah, yeah. we all look right. Horrible. So on to the very next one. Let's end your misery. Let's end your misery here. Um, the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks win the game 38 to 31. Cowboys still suck. The Seahawks are in a, have proven once again that they are the best. Russell Wilson's proven that he is an elite quarterback who is well within the MVP conversation. 14 passing touchdowns in the first three weeks, which, by the way, is an NFL record. So. He surpassed Russell. Patrick Mahomes' record of last year. I mean, if he goes to the yep. rate, he you may know what? get it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Season. It would not surprise me if he did. And he's got Metcalf, he's got Lockett. And it's funny because they're a run-heavy team. Yeah, but, but, but that's good, though. Team. That's good that they're still a run-heavy team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. He's doing so, they're doing so much. It's hard to tell what they're going to do. Like, they know how to mix it up perfectly. Right. And then also, uh, Chip, do you have anything to add to this besides fuck the Cowboys? <laughs> I, I mean, no. I, I, I thought the Cowboys looked good. I mean, fuck the Cowboys, but uh, I, I thought they looked good uh, in that game. I right. mean, I had Seattle pegged to win just because it's, it's Seattle and uh, Russell Westbrook is – uh, all right, Westbrook, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Sorry, I was I was reading I was reading earlier about a potential Westbrook trade right. that I'm all in on. Um, but uh, Russell Wilson is, uh, in my opinion, and there's going to be a lot of people that disagree. I, I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL today. Uh, I don't disagree. Uh. So, but that's, I mean, that's me. Uh, I think it's a shame that that man has, in his career, has never had a single vote for MVP. And people are just now looking and saying, right, man, he's good. He's been doing this. He's been doing this for years. He's been the most consistent quarterback 
since he came to the league. Like I, I, I don't know who anybody who's had yeah. this much consistency the, every single season. Where they are, he's the Tim like, Duncan of the NFL. Uh, like <laughs> he really is. He'll do like, flashy. He just goes out like there, plays football. He gets to go home to Sierra. I mean, come on. And like, not I mean besides that point, but I mean, no. Does he? He doesn't miss games. He throws like three to four times more touchdowns than the interception. So you know he's he's going to when you get he's going to have a better passer rating. He's very consistent. He's very reliable. If he needs to run, he can. But he's right. great in the pocket too. Like there's no, exactly you can't you can't stop right. him at any direction. It's just, it's just that nowadays the NFL has their have their shiny new toys and they want to put them on display. And it kind of like what Corey Taylor said in the song uh, "All Out Life." Old does not mean dead. New does not mean best. So, you know, even though Russell and Russell Wilson's really not that old of a old of a player. Like I think he's in his late twenties. I think maybe 27, 28, something like that. You know, like he's been in the league for a while. Um, but he's got. So what? Um, I thought I think, he was younger I thought than he was thirty. Chip Wikipedia. <laughs> I got it. Hell, he might be older. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think he's like 29, 30. Yeah. Uh, give me just a second. I could have swore he was still in like 26, up. 27 range. No, because I think he played four years in college. So he was already coming out a little bit later. And I'm pretty sure he's been in the league at least eight years. Nine thirty, maybe. All right. Did you find a chip? Yeah. Russell Wilson is oh, so we ranging in at 31. Wow. Yeah, so he's up there in terms of quarterbacks because yeah, he was a third round draft pick in the 2012 draft. Yeah, that's right. Draft. Third round Man. pick. Wow. Yeah, third round Crazy. pick. There you go. Catch that. Well, I mean, at the same time, right. Tom Brady was a seventh round pick. Yeah, but that's Belichick knows how to get those random gems late rounds. Like it's it's so I don't know what his I don't know how his scouting reports made up, but whoever his scouts are, like they must make the most no, money they, out no, of any scouts. They just, they just have more footage. But anyway, they, they better. um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Russell Wilson's touchdown to interception ratio is insane. Yeah, it's. 241 touchdowns to 69 interceptions crazy. throughout his entire career. But yes, yeah, about it's about three three times more touchdowns than that, interceptions. That's ridiculous. Crazy. So so yeah. I think we're all pretty much in agreement that Russell Wilson is pretty much on a redemption road to try to prove that he is that damn good and that quarterback. And you know what, what does he have to prove? He needs an MVP. Like he needs to be the MVP. Like he, he's probably he's out here proving like, yo, I I am better than Mahomes. I'm better than Lamar Jackson. I'm better than Cam Newton right now. He's like, I am the number one quarterback. Better, better than Aaron Rodgers. Better than Josh Allen. Like he's like, yeah, he doesn't have as many yards as those other guys, but he has less interceptions. Right. But you also look at I mean, Aaron Rodgers and what he's been doing, especially what what they did 
on the Sunday night main event against the New Orleans Saints, 37 to 30. And I mean, R- Russell Wilson is fourth right. in yards. But, but, you know, so, yeah. and, and right. Aaron Rodgers it's is gonna, six, it's very interesting. So. Provided but, that the Seahawks and the Packers played this season, I don't know why they wouldn't play each other this season. Um, but, but yeah, which I think they will. I think they will. I mean, I have to check the schedule. But, but yeah, the same. I mean, is it bad? Is it weird? Like, who would have thought that the Saints would be one and two at this point? You know what I mean? Like, you figured they got Drew Brees, they got the best wide receiver in Michael Thomas. They have so many weapons. Like, why is why is this team not coming together? Why are they not gelling the way they're supposed to? I mean, that Mike Thomas injury last week was their downfall. Detectives should be if Mike Thomas would have played last week, they'd be two and one. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's weird to think about that. That that, but that just proves how important right. Mike Thomas really is to that team overall. And I like I don't know, but then again, Aaron Rodgers is trying to play like, hey, but Aaron Jones still Aaron Rodgers, too, man. You know? Aaron Jones went up there and shoot. Right. Hell, you can make a debate that Aaron shoot. Jones could be in that conversation of best running backs right now, along with Derrick Henry. You know, you can easily make that case for Aaron Jones. Yeah. Uh, so the Seahawks they do don't not play the Packers in the regular season. Let's just hope and pray they meet each other they, in the postseason because that would be good television. All right. And then, what did that mean? No, because they're both playing the NFC. Yeah, I could see the oh, NFC right, Championship. Right. Seahawks versus Packers. Oh, I'm buying that absolutely. Uh. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, speaking of Aaron Jones, he's second right. in. Uh, rushing yards uh and i think he's tied for first yeah he's tied yeah. for first in rushing oh, touchdowns oh. with cam newton yeah There's the quarterback the has the most rushing touchdowns get that through you it, it ain't been like that since the michael vick days man i'm telling you well but yeah, it, it's 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 cam newton aaron jones dalvin cook christian mccaffrey nick chubb and kyler murray are all tied uh, yep. with four rushing touchdowns apiece. Yeah, but the thing is, with with New England, when they get in the red zone, they run a lot. Like they have the highest red zone yeah. efficiency. And with Cam Newton as your quarterback, you he better is. Cam Newton's no big. He's like a tank. Yeah, I mean, especially with a one, uh, you get a one yard quarterback draw. Right. How are you going to stop that man's you legs? Can't. It's impossible. You can't. I mean, he's as big as a linebacker and as mobile as a receiver. Yeah, like he's he's a, he's a cheat code. He's yeah, a I mean, player cheat code. I, people are, and I, I know people may not look at it this way, the way that I look at Cam Newton. To me, Cam Newton is a taller, stronger version of what Steve McNair was. Steve McNair could throw it. But in the, but when situation calls for it, Steve McNair can get out of there if he needs to. And he was built like a linebacker. He was built like he could run your ass over. So for me, Cam Newton has that similar vein. I'll put it to you this way. He has Steve McNair's build with Michael Vick's athleticism. Does that make sense? More Vince Young. I would say more Vince Young in Texas than anything. 
I was gonna say, um, but, uh, yeah, Randall Cunningham. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Randall Cunningham. Yes, very good. Like he, he reminds me of the modern modern day Randall Cunningham because I mean, they both had they, their styles are almost exactly the same. Like their athleticism, they like people could not tackle Randall Cunningham back in the day, and that's when linebackers right. were monsters, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And nowadays, Cam Newton, you like Cam Newton in Big Ben are like the hardest two people to ever tackle. Cam Newton is extremely fast, agile, and he will truck you. So you, no. you can't be flat footed against this man at all. And Randall, Randall Cunningham was the same. He would juke you, and if he saw you right. just standing there, he'd run you it's over. It's insane. And then, yeah, we we talk all this, and now we're coming down to the Monday Night Main Event: Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens, number one versus number two. Who is really the best current team in the NFL, according to the power rankings? Kansas City won it, man. 34-20. Pat Mahomes becomes the fastest quarterback in NFL history to reach 10,000 passing yards. You know, yeah. I mean, I had it high scoring. I had it low scoring. I think they had it somewhere in the middle. So, absolutely ridiculous. But... But can we talk about not how good Kansas City looked? They how did look terrible. Bad. Baltimore looked really, really bad. Did you guys watch that like game? But is it because? But was it not because, like I said, if you could find a way to stop the run from ever like progressing, then then you actually oh, yeah. see, like like that's the that was the thing. That's why like. I don't know how Andy Reid does it, but from week to week, when he goes against those teams that have a great run game, he's able to somehow like stop them. We saw that with the Titans in the, in the postseason last year. Derrick Henry was yeah. erased from the game last year, and now we see this year with, um, I mean, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, they were just all non-existent. Well, I'm not going to say right. non-existent; they weren't as efficient. Exactly. I mean, they looked like a hot mess. Yeah, they were lost. Like they didn't. Like I don't know what it was, but like it, it just did not look like like Baltimore has looked the last two years. Like, oh god, it looked like they had Joe Flacco back out there. <laughs> that's 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 bad. That's really right. bad. All right. So as normal, what did we learn from Week Three of the 2020 NFL season? The main thing we learn is that Russell Wilson is <laughs> a god amongst men. All right. I got a different no, take. I, I, I agree. Dan Quinn should have been fired Monday morning. I think that they need a complete overhaul of the Atlanta Falcons organization, and I think it starts at the top. I say Arthur Blank needs to do pretty much cut – Either fish or cut bait, and he's been fishing long enough, and he ain't catching shit. Cut Dan Quinn. If it gets if it gets any worse than this, then it's on it's on Arthur Blank because hey, you know what? This guy's not coaching this team the way he's supposed to be coaching them. You know, that's a disciplinary thing. When you, when you that's a discipline. Do we think it's time to? Do we think it's time to to sit Matt Ryan? And let Matt Schaub have a shot. No. Hey, you know what though? Nothing else has been nope. working for him. No. I mean, I granted now Matt Ryan has been playing 
Here's the problem, though. Like, I don't really think it's it. The defense still has to stop them. You, the defense is giving up these points. The problem is that the, the offense, like, regardless of how many touchdowns you throw to Matt Ridley, which, by the way, where the fuck is Julio Jones? Where has been almost non-existent? He, he's, he's old and injured. Like, his body, like, they, they may not say in a report where? that he's that he's injured, but you can tell can, in the can, way he moves, his no, body he can't is not be 100%. 100%. Like his body, oh, it, you can see it. His tell me where. Hurt. Here's the thing. Tell me where Julio Jones has been at the last three seasons. Um, last year you did. Well, last year you got injured again, though, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. But, but, I mean, no, but my thing, I, with, I can, my thing with Atlanta, I, I, to be honest, sorry. My thing with them, I, I think you're right with the management being taken out because I think the reason why they're losing is because they're not managing the game right. When they have that, those leads like that, just run the ball. Right. Like, and that's the, the thing that you cannot put your – you're putting your team in a situation yeah, I mean, to where it's yeah. like, okay, how? just explain to me how you're up by 15 points, up basically by two scores in the fourth quarter. Not that much time left in the game. And you still fucking lose. Like, that makes – realistically speaking, that should not happen. Like I can easily make the case and say that the Falcons should be two and one right now. I can easily make that case. But bonehead, yeah. stupid time management, not understanding how to play the correct defense in the correct situations, not to, again, time management, time of possession, making sure you have the ball longer than the other players and quit the damn turnovers. Now, Dan Quinn should be like, fired. Thing is, if, if the Falcons blow another lead like they did, if the Falcons blow another lead, or if they have like a just a god awful performance against, uh, God, who are they playing next week? Are they who are they playing? Uh, Falcons are playing um, uh, Green Bay. They're playing. Uh, oh, there should be more Green Bay on Monday if, night. If it's a if it's a oh, massive one, hard. If it's a massacre like what they're saying it's going to be or what I'm predicting it's going to be, Dan Quinn should be fired within the hour. Like within the very moment that game ends, Arthur Blank needs to bring Dan Quinn into his office and say, look, man, um, this shit ain't working out. Um, You should should at least be 500 right now when you're not. Um, We're going to have to let you go. You know, like, I mean, it's kind of – it's kind of what the correct thing should be, you know. I don't, I don't know. It's it's frustrating to me. But anyway, like, I'm, so, I'm um, like, hold on, real quick. Like, my thing is, yeah, like, yeah. we were talking about them managing the game. Why would you bring on Todd Gurley Thank and you. not run the ball? That's more? what I'm saying. Like, especially like, Todd Gurley is still hurt. He's still hurt, but I mean, here's what you do: you give him the ball twice, he gets you about six yards. You all right? So you got th- your third and four. You know what you do from there? You take him out of the game. You bring another running back. You kill the clock. Then you run again. If you don't get those four yards, that's fine. Run the ball down again. Take the penalty. Kick. Kill the clock. Right. That's all you have to do is kill right. the clock. Well, yeah. And they have no they, concept they, of time management. No, they just throw the, they continuously throw the right. ball Sometimes as much as they can. Sometimes it's not about statistics. Sometimes it's about hey, we got the lead. Yeah. Let's 
fucking, you know, control this. If they start bringing in blitzes, guess what? Ha ha, play action, over the top, up the middle. Oh shit, we got a touchdown. Hey, you know what? We didn't really need it, but you know what? We'll take it. Well, we got a little bit of separation. We can control the game more. No, you constantly go. Exactly. You know, if you constantly go for home runs, you strike out more than anybody else. That's just the old rule of thumb. Um, real quick, we we're talking about Julio Jones, and I, I asked the question, where has he been for the last three seasons? Um, if we're talking about yards, uh, 2017, he was second in yards mm-hmm. uh, with 1,400, but he only had uh, three touchdowns. Yeah, uh, he, he'll get you a yard, but he ain't scoring for you. 20, 2018, he had 1,600 yards, eight touchdowns. 2019, uh, he had 1,300 yards, six touchdowns. And currently, 2020, he, um, mm, oh, uh, ooh, Julio Jones has 181 Adams yards. Adams got that in his no first touchdowns. game. So, like, and I'm sorry, if you're getting like 1,400, 1,600, you can score, you, your, your touchdown should be in the, in the, in the, in the, in the upper teens. You should be like 17, 18 touchdowns. Well, well, no, no, because the issue is that he gets you down in the field, but they had Austin Hooper okay, getting all fair. the touchdowns. Right. Austin right. Hooper, Austin Hooper uh, the red zone, was the red zone guy. I don't know who the yeah. tight end is nowadays, yeah. but he's probably got more uh, touchdowns than, uh, than yeah. Julio right, Jones so has right we, now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you, if you look at it real quick, um, this season, DeAndre Hopkins is the leading, uh, the leader in receptions and yards, right? With 32 receptions, 356 yards, but he's only got one touchdown, one. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, he's only led in touchdowns one year. Uh, see, last year he. He only had seven touchdowns for uh, 1,200 yards. I think it was 2016, maybe? 2018, Pop had uh, 11 touchdowns. And let's see, 2018, I think he had 13. Or, I mean, 2017, he had... Yeah, 2017, he had 13. Uh... And 2016, he had uh, four. Um, before we jump onto our week four predictions, we're going to go over the power rankings. Now, I'm not going to go over all 32 teams. We all know that the majority of them suck. So we're just going to get you guys with the top 10. At number 10, the New Orleans Saints. At number nine, the New England Patriots. At number eight, the Los Angeles Rams. At number nine, the Pittsburgh Steelers. At number six, the Tennessee Titans. At number five, the Buffalo Bills. At number four, the Green Bay Packers. At number three, the Seattle Seahawks. Number two, the Baltimore Ravens. And number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, gentlemen, 
Would you make any changes to the top 10 right now? I would too. Let me take, yes. Let me uh, take a yeah. wild stab in the dark. Baltimore wouldn't be You two. guys would move. Keep Kansas City at one, but you would move Seattle up to number two above, above, above Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I had, I had that, yeah. was, that was my prediction as well. I have another change. Okay. I have a couple more changes. Um, I think I think that both the Patriots I, I think agree. Patriots should be over the Rams. Yes. And would the Steelers put, should also be higher. Yes. Would you put them over the Bills? Yes. Yes. No. Bills well, okay, I think well, should actually be number four over Green Bay. Green Bay. Okay, so yours would be um, Kansas yes. City, uh, Seattle, Baltimore, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. That's my top five, too. That's exactly my yes, top, my top five. Right. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. That's definitely All right. Um, let's see. What is our... Okay. All right. Well, that being said, we are getting ready to go into week four pickums for the 2020 season. But we're going to pause real quick, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my good friend, Sean Thompson. Thompson Personal Training. He's been working with me for the past three weeks. This dude is literally insane. He comes up with these insane workouts, and literally anybody can do them, but afterwards you feel like complete and utter hell, but it's making you want more. So if you guys want to check it out, go to Thompson Personal Training on Facebook. Make sure you ask about his upcoming deal. If you sign up for three months, you get the fourth month absolutely free. So make sure you check him out. Sean Thompson on Facebook, Thompson Personal Training on Facebook. Tell him Movement Radio sent you, and hopefully you might get a cool deal out of, it, out of it as well. So that being said, shout out to you, Sean. Hopefully you see this and uh, hopefully you hear this. We're going to go on to the very next uh, segment, week four predictions for the 2020 season. Chip, you want to go ahead and hit us with the games? Uh, yeah, first up on the list, we have our Thursday nighter. We have the Denver Broncos traveling to the New York Jets. Um, I even though a, a good majority of the players are hurt, I've got Denver egged to win this one. Fuck the Jets, I do too. <laughs> yeah, I got Denver, I got Denver winning. All right. Second. That was that was simple enough. Uh, our first our first game on Sunday, we've got Indianapolis at Chicago. Ooh. It is a hard one from this standpoint. Ooh, that's I think a hard if, one. Okay, so um, if Nick, if oh Nick is starting for Chicago, I'm I, I want to kind of pull for the I, I want to kind of pull for the Chicago Bears here. Okay. There's, there's and, no if he's already gonna, been named. I don't know, man. Starter. I, I kind of want to go no, with Chicago it. on this one. Um, I think Philadelphia. I think Indianapolis does have strengths. I, um, their defenses are going to match up very well. But I think that I don't know. I just think that the 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 offense of Chicago can overcome the defense of Indianapolis, not the other way around. So I think Chicago might end up winning this one, pulling this one out. I agree yeah, with you on that. Yeah, I've got Chicago pegged to win this one as well. Um, next up we got Jack Jacksonville at Cincinnati. I don't know. After last week, this last week game for both teams, <laughs> I don't really know. Maybe another tie. Right. 
Um, I mean, I, Jackson, I think Cincinnati. Jacksonville. I think Cincinnati has more problems uh, than Jacksonville currently. Uh, so it gives them the. I think that gives Jacksonville the, the slight edge. Uh, and I think this could be one of those games where it, the winner is by like one point. Yeah, uh, and I'm going to give it to right. Jacksonville. Well, my I, was, is, I, was just, um, I was just going to say that you no, know, anyway, Joe anyway. Burrow has burned me the past three weeks, so I'm no longer p- taking Cincinnati at all. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Even if that wasn't the case, I'd still say I'd go for Jacksonville. I think their their team has the least problems than of the two teams, so I'm going to say Jacksonville. Well, technically, John Burrow, Joe Burrow didn't actually hey, lose for you, semantics. so really, Rod, you should still be thinking about it. He, he didn't lose, but no, I agree with you on that. Um, is DJ Chart going to be back for Jacksonville this week? Uh, I know? think I think so. Oh, then yeah, I went with Jacksonville on that one. Then yeah, uh, him not being there, like, you can literally see how right. bad their offense is when he's not there. Yeah, I can. Uh, let me just double check that, just so we are one hundred percent accurate here. And we wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh, he actually practiced yesterday, so uh, he should be back to play this weekend uh, against Cincinnati. Is so, he going to be limited? Yeah, though? I got Is he going to be limited with his plays, or do you think okay. they'll put him out there full force? I mean. At this point, even if he's limited, it's better to have him out exactly. there limited than to not have him okay. out there at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think they'll limit him in practice these next couple of days, so he won't have something aggravated and he'll be full force on Sunday. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we got Cleveland at Dallas. Man. Ooh. ooh. Uh, (laughs) I uh, as good as Cleveland has looked over the last couple of weeks uh, I think Dallas has looked better in the come from behind win against Atlanta yes it was Atlanta but they still had to to play well to get the points and uh, in the loss against Seattle they were were neck and neck with Seattle uh, so I think Dallas has looked better than Cleveland over the last two weeks, and that yeah, gives yeah, Dallas I got the, the I edge got Dallas me. winning this game also. But oh, speaking of Dallas, did you guys see the rumor? And I know this is our sports show, and God forgive me for talking about professional wrestling. However, did you guys see the report that Ryback, the man formerly known as Ryback in the WWE, is seriously considering suing Ezekiel Elliott because he got the words "feed me" tattooed on his stomach. Which I think is stupid to really think about because he didn't create the "feed me" like celebration or like slogan. I mean, he's been around in right. football and basketball for fifteen right. years, twenty years I, I now. Exactly, hilarious. Like remember, remember when James Harden? Remember when James Harden first went to the Rockets and he was doing the right. he was stirring the pot and eating? Yeah. Like, go on. Yeah, 
What? It's so stupid. Like, he just need he just needs publicity on his part yeah. to get attention to his podcast. I guess, I guess he's, he's upset because Jim Cornette won't return his phone calls. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I, I guess it, we, we are. Yes, we, we are right. talking about. All right, back, so, so yeah, so I think we're all in agreement. Dallas is going to win this one, Raj. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I had to think about it. I was thinking about who actually had a tougher last couple of weeks because I mean Dallas did go against Atlanta, but they also went against Seattle. So I was like, ah, they did have. And the Browns played the Bengals and barely won that I think one. It's so safe to say Cowboys on this one. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and I mean Dak right now. He's doing great yard wise. Like he's putting up numbers up there. I don't know. Like my mind, my mind is literally saying Dallas, but like my heart wants to say Browns right. was the upset. But I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. All right. Uh, next up, we got uh, New Orleans and Detroit. A safe bet. I think New Orleans is gonna beat uh, Detroit. I think. I think that Detroit had a good win, good out of nowhere, last minute win against Arizona. Um, I think New Orleans, because they had that loss versus Green Bay, I think they're going to want to come back strong. I don't think that this is the best. I don't think that what you – I think that they can do better than what their record – they're better than what their record is right now. They're one and two, and they shouldn't be. They should be at least three and one right now. Um, so, yeah, I would say New Orleans over Detroit. Yeah, easily. I mean, Detroit is still Detroit. Yeah, I mean, even even with New Orleans not playing up to par, absolutely, they're still better than Detroit. So, yeah, I got I got New Orleans on that one. Uh, now the next game that's on the the lineup is actually not going to be played on Sunday. Uh. It's Pittsburgh at Tennessee, and they've already said that game will not be played on Sunday. It's yes. possibly going to be Tuesday. played yes. on Tuesday. Um, so uh, it's either Monday or Tuesday because uh, somebody on Tennessee's team tested positive for COVID, uh, and they had to stop practice for a couple of days or something. Um, so that game's not going to happen until Monday or Tuesday, possibly. Uh, but we can go ahead and talk yeah, about I mean, it. I better say the sorry, man. You know, you'd rather, you know, I would rather like make sure everything's okay before proceeding, obviously. And if that takes a couple of extra days, then so be it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think with Pittsburgh's just on a. Both teams are undefeated, so both teams are going to be like, "You ain't knocking me off. You ain't knocking me off." I just think Pitts. I just think Pittsburgh wants it more. I think that Ben wants it more, and I think that it, this could be Ben's last season. It could be a redemption story for him. So I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh to win this over a very good Tennessee Titans team. I'm, I would. I would. Don't be surprised if this if this game comes down to one or two points for me. Um. Actually, I think it's going to be at least a two score game for Pittsburgh. Because their run defense is just too good, they're going to smother Derrick Henry. Um, like it, I mean, it's, it's it's the Steelers. Like like we said, now that Big Ben's right. back, the Steelers are going to be a, an elite team. 
Um, we all talked about putting them in our top five. Like they're easily, like, they're, like those top fives that we named. Literally, like they're they're not even just they're not like one or two levels above the right. rest of the league. They're like five six steps ahead of the rest of the league. Like, I mean, yeah, we put like Titans like six or seven, but the Steelers are going to show you why that top five where well, right. we have those top fives and they're going to show you like a good dominance game right here this is their chance to prove hey this is right. the bar you want to get through us to be able to do anything we all got pittsburgh exactly exactly we haven't been contrary on anything we've all pretty much yep. <laughs> agreed sure. on them so far so far i mean it's hard like these lineups i mean there's one team that's like obviously the better team, and then there's one team that you're like, man, right. if this and this and this happens, then yeah, but yeah, it's Speaking too of easy. Some, some of these games are too <laughs> easy right now, right? Uh, so next up on the list is uh, Seattle at Miami. Uh, I'm sorry, Talon, but <laughs> I, we, we've been sitting here singing the praises of Russell Wilson right. for uh, a little over an hour. And I don't, I, don't need to I don't see it stopping. <laughs> Seattle's got this one, uh, I, and I'm going to say, "Hey, by by three scores, maybe." No, no, no. First of <laughs> all, Fitz Magic is activated right now. All right, and we know when Fitz Magic is active, think- you can't stop the Miami Dolphins. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I am joking. I'm not going to go against well, Seattle. Like, there's no concern, way bro. that Miami's beating uh, Seattle. <laughs> no. You know what, though? I don't think it's going to be a blowout <laughs> like everyone thinks it's going to be. I think that Miami is – if Miami is going to have a chance, a very small, minute chance of winning this game, they need to pull every single rabbit out of their ass they possibly can. But, unfortunately, there's not enough rabbits in the world that can take over this team. And You know, I got to be a realist. You know, yes, I'm a diehard. Love my Dolphins, but I'm a realist. I have to go with the Seattle Seahawks to win this game. I don't think I'm praying that it's a close one. I'm really praying that it's a close one so we can at least say, hey, we put up this much on Seattle. They won, but we put up this much. We kept it close or whatever. Oh, who the fuck am I kidding? It's going to be a bloodbath. Seattle all the way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, you said three hey, 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 come I, on, I man. Say, I'm, 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 I say they're going to do it by four scores. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hey, no, talent, do you no, want to up the Andy and no, say five? No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, okay. You know what? Fuck the Jets. Uh, fuck the Broncos. I hope, I hope both teams lose. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope um, Ty, three Nobody scored a touchdown. So, so. <laughs> next two two just safety. Yeah. Next up on the list, we got the uh, L.A. Chargers at the Tampa Bay <laughs> Brady's. I mean, the Tampa Bay Buck. You know what? I don't know if I'm going to be. I might be the contrarian opinion here, but I'm going to say the L.A. Chargers make this a game. And I think. No, no, no. I still got Tampa mm. Bay winning, but. You, you, <laughs> oh, okay. I'll go there for a minute. No, okay. I think Tampa Bay is going to win, but I think LA Chargers is going to make this a really, really close game. I don't think that people take the Chargers seriously. I think Tampa Bay is going to do exactly what Kansas City did, and it, and it might end up costing them if they're not careful. That being said, I do think that they are more prepared because they know that the Chargers can put up good points. 
So I'd say Tampa Bay wins, but a very, very close one. I don't, I don't think it's going to be close because I don't think they're going to overlook the Chargers at all because Tom Brady is going to be leading the offense. He knows any team can win at any time. He's gone through so many games, and he's gone through a few upsets himself. I mean, they okay, lost yeah, to the Giants I'm twice in the Super Bowl, so they know their team can win. I think I've had this argument uh, for six. I've had this argument <laughs> since 2007. I don't give a shit. That Dave, that throw to David Tyreek was the luckiest catch in the history of the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit how pissed off New York Giants fans get at me. I don't care. That was the luckiest catch ever. He, he had Super Bowl in his hands and he had chew bubble gum on his helmet. I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with it not being the luckiest catch, but. It's a catch regardless. And also, can we talk about how the fact that that was not a touchdown? Plexigo Burris actually scored a touchdown on that drive. Yeah, you have a point. Like, like that, that, that was a catch just to get them down the field. Like, it was it, it was a great right. catch, but it, I mean, it was only significant because they got a first down. But it wasn't, it wasn't a score. Like, they literally right. drove, they passed for like two plays after that. Yeah. Plexigo Burris scored. Oh, Plexi got old Cheddar Bob. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we talking about Plexi go burst and uh, shot himself, right? <laughs> that's, that's, and that's another uh, fucked yep, up Cheddar thing. Bob. You shoot yourself and you go to prison? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So, either which way, uh, I think we're all in agreement. Uh, Tampa Bay yeah, wins this one, right? Tampa Bay. All right. I think this score is going to be closer than uh, Miami Seattle game. So, n- next up, we got Baltimore at Washington. <laughs> now, this game I can see going four or five touchdowns over. I can um, see. No, on some real shit, though. I think Baltimore is going to win this one. Dude, how the fuck can Washington stop Lamar Jackson in that offense? Seriously. One player, one player on that team is not going to wreak havoc. You know how they. Hey, you know how they stop uh, Lamar Jackson? They watch the uh, Kansas City game. But do you think anybody on that? Do you think okay? Do you think anybody on that yeah. Washington defense can play it to the caliber that the Kansas City defense played in that game? Because I mean, Kansas defense. I could honestly sit here and say that Kansas City's defense is way better than uh, yeah. Washington's defense right now. Oh, for sure. But what I think is they'll move Chase Young to the other end, on the other that side. Have, that means you'd have and Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan on, on the same side. Um, the, uh, he, oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I can, now you see it. I still got Baltimore, you know. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I have Baltimore winning, but if they do that, think about that. Think how yeah. much pressure is on one side alone. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all coming from the one side. Uh, and it, I think, they should put them on the blind side, too. Yeah. So. Yes. So, like, I mean, here's the thing. Well, or do you put them on the do you put them on the blind side or do you put them on the strong side? Because if you put them on the strong side and they get pressured, that's forcing Lamar to go to his weak side. Yeah, yeah. But if you put them on the blind side, uh, Baltimore doesn't have a really good left tackle. So if you put them on the blind side, they're going to get them every time. Yeah, I would. I would say so, that too. Yeah. 
can we can we work for the Washington <laughs> football mean, team and get paid millions I, of bucks just to lose games? I, I think we're doing a better job right now than what they are. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, we don't even know shit. Exactly. Uh, I feel I, I think it's stupid that they they refuse yeah. to get Cam Newton even though Ron Rivera asked for him. Just think about that. I don't like, know if they'd be, they'd be in right a now. better position. I think Cam Cam definitely gives them a better chance of winning, but they'd have more I mean, at the most he'd probably, I mean, yeah, they would have at least two. Well, wins. I think they'd be two and one. They'd at have least. two wins, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I, mean, I think with Cam there to beat uh, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be a two. I think they'd have two wins. Speaking of Arizona, next up is Arizona at Carolina. Yeah, (laughs) we might have some different opinions about this. We might have some contrarian opinions. Uh, I'm gonna go Arizona. I also have Arizona winning this one. by it, it's going to be one score, uh, and, and by one score it could be a field goal or a touchdown, but it's it's going to be by a score, not not anymore. Yeah, I got Ari- I got Arizona by winning by touchdown and a field goal. I got ten point. I got to think. They got, I think they got ten points on Carolina. That's what I'm thinking. Because I think okay. I think I think it's going to be a game where I think Carolina. Because Christian McCaffrey's not there, Teddy Bridgewater needs to do a better job of finding open receivers. He needs to keep himself out of harm's way. Um, although I will say that Matt Rule's play calling has been atrocious. I just don't think that team set up no, to have not. a quarterback that, like so Teddy Bridgewater. So the Carolina Panthers are very similar to the Tennessee Titans in the fact that the football runs through Christian McCaffrey, uh, not through Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. Yeah. Yes, because I mean, Christian McCaffrey, when he's in the game, he can line up in the slot on the outside in the backfield. They can even run a wildcat and have him yeah. under center. Like they literally could do anything with him. Without him, which is weird, we say without him and they win a game, but I mean yeah, but without him, no, their offense would be going to Teddy Bridgewater and the receivers not really. are not that good. Yeah. Like like I feel bad for Teddy Bridgewater because he I mean he gets to start on a on a he gets to be a franchise quarterback, which is great for him because he does deserve to be a leader of a team. It, it was the wrong but team. When your team uh, had he had he stuck yeah. it out in New Orleans, he would have eventually got the starting nod there when Drew Brees said it was time to go. Uh probably after this season, I think. Maybe um, and he would have been in a much better position. Yeah, because I mean that team was young still. He'd have Alan Kamara still. Would have Mike Thomas. Um, they have uh, Jared Cook. They would have probably drafted a couple more receivers that would just somehow be phenomenal because they always exactly. get random good receivers. Robert yeah. Meacham, hell yeah! I mean, remember Meacham? He played, Meacham, he played in the day, right? Uh, 
Like Marcus Colston was there was good too. And Pierre Garcon was good when he was there too. Like Marcus Colston. Yeah. I, yes, Marcus real quick yeah, had monster in the slot. When it was <laughs> Yeah. Hey, uh real quick, yeah. the uh game one of the NBA finals just went to halftime. It is uh 65-48 LA right now. Yeah. Uh and Oof. uh I may end up if if what just happened uh, is indicative to the rest of the game, I, I I may change my pick and say LA in four. Uh, it looks like Butler just got hurt. Oh shit! Man, if if Butler got hurt, it's LA oh, no. in four. Oh no! Yeah. So yes, um, easily. So we'll move on to the next game real quick. Uh, Minnesota at Houston. Um, both teams looking for their first win, right? Both teams looking for the um, first win. I I have a good feeling uh, about this game. I think Houston wins. I think it's going to be close. Um, probably by three. But I, I, I just have a good feeling about how well Houston has played and looked over the last three games. Uh, I, I think they've learned and gotten better. <clears throat> and uh, I, I think they, they pulled this one out. I do too. I think Houston, I got Houston winning at least by 10. I think it's going to be a really good game. Oh, I don't think it's. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't think it's by ten. I think it's by three. Nah. I don't even think it's by seven. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one of those. Uh, I think it's gonna be one of those games where. I think what the, what te- what the Texans need to do is make sure that Dalvin Cook does not get any good. You know, but you also understand that Minnesota has Kirk Cousins, so you do have the opportunity to get some interceptions. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, I, I still got Houston winning the game, Roger. I'm I'm conflicted because no, Houston Texans right. run defense. Uh, I think is not if, good. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Texans have the, the worst the run Vikings, defense okay. in the league right now. Um, I don't know. They're probably in the bottom three. Yeah. I don't know if they're the worst, but I think I know they're in bottom three at least. But they like. Talent said they still have Kirk Cousins as a quarterback, and he's garbage right now. Like well, that. he's always been garbage, but uh, like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, can you hear me? No. All right, I got a message and it almost interrupted me. He almost blocked me out. Um, yeah, I see. I, I don't know. It it's hard to say. Do do you go? Do you rely on? Kirk Cousins being bad and the Texans pass defense being better or do you rely on the Vikings run game being dominant and the Texans run game being the run defense being horrible like um, I'm actually going to go against okay. the say Vikings just because I think they're going to run a lot more than pass but I, I think it's going to be within at least a score I don't think it's going to be a big dramatic game like we I think it's going to be just a simple back and forth game. Um, I I want to say seven, but I think three is probably going to be. I think okay, Vikings you got by, Vikings three. by three. I got Houston by three. Talon's got Houston by ten. 
Go big or go home. All right. Uh, <laughs> go yeah. big or go home. That's right. Uh, next up, we got the New York Giants <laughs> at the L.A. Rams. Um, I I don't need to say I don't need to say much other than the Rams. 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 Yeah. Okay. On to the next. One. All right. Next one, we got New England Patriots at the yeah. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, Kansas City. This, uh, they're also going to be allowing fans at every game this week. Yeah, they had. You know, they had. If, they had. If I'm not mistaken, so. Yeah, they've already had fans every game. Yeah. Well, Kansas City has had uh, fans yeah. at every game, right? Yeah. Every- so yeah, yeah. But uh, I say yeah, Kansas. I, I, I think it's in Kansas, Kansas City, City. It'll go to Kansas City. If it was the Foxborough, yeah. If it was Foxborough, I could say maybe it could go. But my thing is, like, I'm just excited to watch watch it because Cam Newton. Versus Patrick Mahomes, like I'm, like I'd be happy, like I'd be okay. I'm not gonna be happy with the Patriots winning, but I'd be okay with them winning because then that's showing Cam Newton is on that top tier caliber. In terms, yeah, but in Kansas terms City, of quarterbacks, they're, they're just a different beast when they play home. This is a battle of generations, you know, like Cam Newton's generation versus Pat Mahomes' generation, where Cam Newton's the old yes. guard and Pat Mahomes is the leader of the new school, if you will. Um. Sometimes, and I think about this, I don't think this is going to have anything to do with the offenses. I think it's going to have a, a lot to do with their defense. And I think that that New England defense up against that Kansas City offense is going to be a battle. However, I think New New England's offense against Kansas City's defense, that's going to be the difference maker for me. I'm gonna be. See, I would oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What? I would say I would love, uh, contrary to what both of you feel, I would love for New England to come in and mollywop Kansas City. Um, I don't think it'll be a mollywopping, but I do think New I, I do think New England's gonna get the win on that. I just got a feeling that New England is gonna okay. figure out a way. I think New England's defense can stop Kansas City. Not a lot, but I think I think New England's defense will stop them when they need to stop them. And I think that the New England offense led by Cam Newton is going to figure out a way to expose the flaws within the Kansas City's defense. However, you got to be careful because Andy Reid knows, knows how to make those critical halftime adjustments. So with that being said, I still think New England is going to pull this out. Very, very highly contested contest. Okay. Yeah. And it hurts my heart to say. So, Rod, Rod, you got Kansas City, right? Yeah. Yeah, I say Kansas City because it's in yeah. Kansas City. Like I said, if it was in Foxborough, uh, I also have Kansas City. Story. And I think this is um, going to, my personal opinion, I think this is probably going to be the game of the week. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, are you sure it's not going to be Miami versus Seattle? I'm, 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 as soon as I see you, I'll give you a big old hug and kick you right in the dick. Anyway, next game. All right. So, uh, 
Next up, we got <laughs> Buffalo at Las Vegas. I've got Buffalo winning this one, but I think it's going to be close Buffalo. with how well Vegas has played uh, this season. I, I think it's going to be close. Um, but but I got Buffalo winning. Yeah, this is this is honestly honestly guy that's a toss up for me. I can see either team winning. I can see I can see Vegas surprising a lot of people. Like this could technically be the upset of the week. Um, but. I don't know. I, I just feel like right now Josh Allen is he's he's making his case right now that he is among the best, and he's not going to be yet. He's not. He's going to get overlooked because of the Pat Mahomes and the Lamar Jacksons and the Aaron Rodgers and the Russell Wilsons. I think he's going to be the one that gets overlooked the most. So maybe he's got a chip on his shoulder too. And plus, that Buffalo defense is still good too. So I'm gonna say Buffalo wins this. I would say we we talk about Josh Allen a lot because he's doing phenomenal right now. But yeah. Buffalo's defense yeah. Oh, yeah. is yeah, probably the best I, defense I, I would say in the if, league right now. I would say if they're second, they're right. second only to Kansas City. Yeah. In the AF, in the, wait, time out in the AFC. Like I don't no. in the whole NFL. Oh, so we're talking about like just defense wise, right? Yeah, we're talking about, we're talking the about okay, yes. yeah, defense wise, and absolutely, yeah, uh, they could be one or two, and it could be interchangeable. Although, I think, although I do think New England's defense is still there, Seattle's defense is yeah, up there but... too. Oh, I would put I would put them in the top five. Uh, New England uh, in, in, in Buffalo one for sure. Uh, and then uh, New England, Seattle, Chicago, Kansas City, in no particular order. Right. I mean, don't sleep on San Francisco's defense either because, I mean, yeah, they got some oh. players hurt, but, you know, they you know. Uh, San Francisco's defense without uh, Boza is not good. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got me on that. Boza you got me on and that. Richard Sherman. I like, totally forgot about Nick Bosa being injured. Please they have, me. They have no, <laughs> Yeah. But um, no, I want to say, but I'm, I'm Buffalo's winning this game. In my opinion, is what I'm thinking. But like, I think the I know it's going to be weird from coming for me, but I think okay. the Chiefs' defense is actually number four for me, and. But Buffalo's obviously well, Buffalo's my number one. Um, number two, I want to say is actually the Patriots. Three is Chicago for me, and then the Chiefs. Right. And yep. Um, okay. Seattle five. All right. Well. Uh, so okay. Uh, next but up, yeah, we got Philadelphia at San Francisco. Uh, I I think San Francisco wins even with. Uh, players hurt uh, just because I have zero faith in Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia is horrible right now. They're in, they're complete trash. It wouldn't surprise me if they go full fledged tank at this point. But no, I got San Francisco winning this one. I say Philly because there's no Nick Bosa on that line. Carson Wentz is still throwing interceptions. The offensive line may not struggle as bad. 
the only reason he's throwing interceptions is because he's getting yeah. hit like 45 times a game. But Miles Sanders is back. I think that he can cut through that uh, defensive line, and that'll set up Deshaun Jackson to get those vertical threat okay. plays that he's actually going. I think Deshaun Jackson may it. have a field day this this week. I can see it. I, I still think San Francisco wins, but I I, I can see every point you right. made, uh, right. Rod. Yeah, but I, if the if the Eagles do win, it's by a last second field goal, maybe by a score at least. I think they do get a touchdown win over them. No, I think they I think they even score a last minute touchdown. I think they're they're down by six. No, I mean I think they're down by like three. They don't want to do that it works. overtime, so they just get one more lucky play in there, I yep. and they it. actually somehow get a touchdown. Yeah. One more. There's a Monday nighter. So that was our Sunday night game. Our Monday night game. Uh, I mean, I don't even think we really need to talk about it. Uh, But it's on the list, so we're going to talk about it real quick. Uh, Atlanta traveling to Green Bay. The frozen (laughs) tundra of Lambeau Field. Yeah, Green Green Bay's going to mock off that ass, wax that ass, and send it back on the street. That's what they're gonna do. Um, <laughs> okay, so we say that. Do do we think the Packers? Are I say they fuck around and let Atlanta go up by twenty five and then come back. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I I think Green Bay wins by less than what Seattle beats oh, here Miami. I can't wait for listen, man. We all agree that Miami's gonna lose. Can we just? I mean, come on, man. I'm gonna laugh my ass no, off if for lose, whatever reason I'm wrong about the Miami. So I'm gonna badly. laugh my ass off if we're wrong about Miami. I want you to know that. I want you to know that right now. If Miami does pull off the miracle and beat Seattle, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. The very first seconds of this program, you're gonna hear me laughing my ass off. And it's like, Talon, why are you laughing your ass off? You picked Seattle to win. I don't give a shit. I'm happy. <laughs> so and it won't okay, 18 so, touchdowns neither. So, would would Miami beating Seattle be the upset of the week, or would Atlanta <laughs> actually beating Green Bay be the upset? Oh, of the Miami week? beating Seattle would be the upset of the week because none of you guys, see, none of us see it happening. But then again, Green Bay, ooh, I don't know. That might that's difficult. Uh, let me ponder on that. And I'll get I'll get back to you. Uh, no, Miami Miami beating them is definitely the bigger upset because. No, that's Miami doesn't score exactly. as much as the Falcons so, yeah, do. Miami wins. So, and for the fact that they're able to be, yeah, if they're able to be in our in our minds, the number two team in the league, that's just a major. Because I mean, Miami, um, Miami's bottom five, uh, right? Or tell, no, bottom ten? I got the power rankings up, but I'm on my damn Acer laptop, and it's like fucking pop ups. Seriously. Oh, man, I got to update my firewall. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> Stop watching all the porn. Let's, let's just say that. on this computer. It's on the, never mind. It's on the, <laughs> yeah, for real. But <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble with the wife. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but, 
but no, uh, but I think the uh, bigger upset would be Miami over Seattle than Atlanta over Green Bay because I mean Atlanta has shown they can they have the ability to outscore people, but then they just can't hold a lead. Right. Miami is fine from behind besides against they Jacksonville. They did hang obviously. in there with Buffalo. They did make that a game. And it came down to a last-second-ditch effort by the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, no, that, that was that week two. kind of true. But that, uh, yeah, with that week one. All right, so speaking of our teams, the Houston Texans are the, are the 20th-ranked team. The Miami Dolphins are the 24th-ranked team. And uh, the Denver Broncos are the 28th-ranked team. And, and 29th. And, and, and coming uh, in at number thirty-two, fuck the Jets. <laughs> I didn't bring that up. Sorry. What power? What power rankings are you looking at? I'm, right now, I'm currently looking at ESPNs. Okay. Uh, USA Today has the Giants at thirty-two, the Broncos at thirty, the Dolphins at twenty-five, and the Texans at twenty. Yeah, that sounds about right. Up, up two spots from last week where we were at twenty-two. Uh, you guys, let's see, were 25 last week, 25 this week, and the Broncos dropped from 24 I to 30. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are only horrible because you're, you, you've you lost a yeah, shit ton of people on your defense. I mean, you lost Von Miller. You lost, you know, a whole lot of guys. Um, we've lost three – Three defensive linemen, two linebackers, a corner, and a safety. And on offense, we've lost a quarter, our main quarterback, um, our backup running back, uh, two receivers, and I think we lost a left tackle or yeah, right tackle. So I can't remember which that was. So we're hurting. Yep. Yeah, we're hurting. All right. And we got a bunch well, of practice squad people up there. Gentlemen, uh, we've got our picks in. Yes, we do. And it's going to be, we will see, next week we'll see how well, uh, how well we, we think we know the, the NFL. <laughs> it's going to be a very interesting one. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to the 100th episode of uh, Movement Radio. Man, it's, it's crazy, man, that we've been doing this for 100. That's 100 episodes. And, man, honestly, man, we can't thank you guys enough, man, for sticking with us, supporting with us, rocking with us. Um, this upcoming Sunday, uh, this, this upcoming Monday, I should say, uh, we're dropping our second edition of Rock Retrospectives where we are going to be discussing Lincoln Park. They won the poll. And, um, you know, we look forward to that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it it wasn't even close. Eight. It was not as close as Roger predicted. Was it like eight, eight, three percent uh, or something like that? It was 83 percent for Lincoln Park. <laughs> Roger was really, really hoping for Nickelback. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. So we can talk about that. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, check us out Monday. We're dropping the Rock Retrospectives. We'll be back here next week for another edition of uh, Are You Ready for Some Football? Then we got the Hauntings of Maryland after that, that following Sunday. And then a very disturbing top 10 that we will be discussing very, very shortly. Um, 
that being said, I don't want to give too much away. It's just going to be a very disturbing top 10. Just let you guys know. Listener discretion advised. That being said, though, um, check us out on all, uh, and check out a lot of the guys that have, are doing going on this venture with us. Shout out to uh, How Do You Take Your Wrestling with uh, Jaden Newman. Chat with Gunner with Gunner Miller. All of our buddies over there at the Turn the Buckle podcast. Uh, Dan Wilson with Seeking Human Victims. Check out all their content. They have a lot of great content over there. Thank you guys once again for tuning in. Are you ready for some football? Chip, let's end with the outro. With that being said, please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, and click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. And this is Movement Radio. This is Movement Radio.